What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I'm no good at taking good advice And I'm self-careless, so don't tell me twice That lately I've been so stuck in my head That I forget just about everything my therapist said Maybe I'm self-helpless Maybe I'm self-helpless Maybe I'm self-helpless Maybe we are all self-helpless Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Self-Helpless Podcast. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And Happy New Year, baby! Yeah! What's up? (laughs) January 1st, 2024. So futuristic. We did it. Oh, we did it. (laughs) What a fucking year. What a year. Peace out, 2023. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Delaney out of year. Delaney really out of year. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a, a crawling across the finish line. <laughs> Barely holding it together sort of year in a lot of ways. Um, yes. <laughs> we thought that we would do not just a like a year in general recap but a year of the podcast recap so we are going to go through each episode that we recorded in 2023 and just talk about our favorite takeaways from it favorite moments things that blew our mind and i'm really excited yeah. as i was scrolling through our our list of episodes i was like oh god we got some really good ones good guests me too. I would say some of my favorite episodes ever were this past year. I mean, I, f- I feel like I say that every year because yeah. it's just, there's just so many good ones, but, um, and just incredible guests who really like get very vulnerable. They just share so much wisdom that we've never heard before. I mean, I just, yeah, I- I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Kelsey, yeah. you want to plug your tour dates? Where are you, where are you at this year? For sure, yeah. The the Mark Your Territory tour um, is starting up. Uh, I am going to be in San Diego January 18th through the 20th at the American Comedy Company. And I also, I believe, um, am going to be having a, a show in LA the week after that. So 
If you follow nice. me on social media, it's at Kelsey Cook Comedy, or if you go to my website, KelseyCook.com, check and see if I've added a date yet because we currently have one in the works and I, I get asked a lot from LA people when I'm going to be performing there. So it should be in January. It should be this month. And awesome. then I, uh, in February, I will be in Tacoma, Philly, New Jersey, Stamford, Connecticut. In March, I will be in San Francisco, Rosemont, Chicago, Minneapolis. April 6th, I'm taping my special in Madison, Wisconsin. I'll be there that whole weekend, April 4th through the 6th. And then Sacramento, Salt Lake City, Vegas, Denver, Kansas City, and Timonium, which is the Baltimore area. So KelseyCook.com for those tickets, like I said. And uh, yeah, come see me. Fabulous. Very yeah. nice. Um, if you want to listen to another podcast, I have one called Career Crush. You can find it at DelaneyFisher.com. It's a private show, but completely free. And then when you join the list over there, also a totally free list, free community. Um, I share a lot of different um, like cool media and career opportunities. Um, you know, people have gotten featured in magazines from the postings that I'll share with them. Um, they get different gigs. There was a gig for a screenwriter re- recently, different artists. We did a little like virtual art gallery. It's just a it's just a bundle of fun over there. And yeah. um, what's really cool is if I'm if I'm looking to hire a contractor for a project, if I'm looking for a guest for Career Crush, anything, I immediately like I my my list is my first stop to do that. So, you know, there's certain things that I share on there that I just I don't share anywhere else. And so um, if any of that, you know, uh, strikes your fancy, come on over to LaneyFisher.com. It's all free. Yeah. It's all fun. It's all weird. (laughs) (laughs) Free, fun, and weird are probably my top three words I would use to describe you. You're a free, odd spirit. Um, Also, my podcast with Chad is out called Pretend Problems. So like Delaney said, you're here listening to a podcast, which we assume means that you're podcast people. So if you're looking for another one, Go listen to Pretend Problems and subscribe. We're we're having a blast with it. Yes, and, amen. Yeah, well, yeah. we have well, a an, uh, a quote. Yeah, today that is actually well. You've said it. It's not your direct quote, but not my we quote. Need, yeah, we need to hear it again. And I think it's probably the best possible quote to start a new year with. Yeah, I agree. Like this one really, I would, and this is, you know, looking back at our last 12 months of episodes we've done, this is a quote that really, I think stands out to me probably the most. So I heard it from um, a woman named Heidi Rain, who does a podcast about like codependence and, and addiction recovery and things like that. And she, I don't know if it's her quote, but she basically said that, you know, if you struggle with codependency, you have to stop asking yourself how much you can tolerate and you instead need to ask yourself, how good can you let things get? (sighs) And I thought that was fucking magical because um, if you grew up in conflict or chaos or a lot of just a lot of moving parts, right? Mm -hmm. You had to learn how to survive and sometimes thrive in chaos and, Mm -hmm. and bullshit and, you know, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so, um, you're just, yeah, your tolerance level might be a little bit different, but it doesn't mean that's a a great or healthy thing for you. Um, and I think a lot of us don't realize like, oh yeah, no, your life could be actually really fucking awesome. Yeah. If you Can let you it. just say it one more time? I know I asked you to repeat it the other episode, <laughs> but just say it one more time. I just need sure, it. Sure, sure. So um, 
you need to stop asking yourself how much you can tolerate and instead ask yourself how good can you let things get god there's some just the wording of it oh i know it's, it's just perfect. It's so solid heidi rain does not realize how life-changing uh, that saying that quote on her podcast was but um she's definitely somebody i need to you know we need to have like on the show um yeah. but that quote just like something in my brain will never be the same again after that quote yeah there's something about the wording of how how good can you let things get yes because it implies that you stand in your own way Yes. And um, I don't know if it's been an actual quote, but I think we've talked a lot on the show about the concept of that humans will continue to do the same patterns, even if they know that they are bad for them. Oh, right. But it's because it's what feels familiar. And so it actually feels safer to do something that is to your detriment because at least you know it. Yes, you know you can survive it. I think that was from uh, Katie Norton's episode when we talked about learned helplessness, which was also oh, this past year. She was great. Right, right, yes. And so this whole idea of like how good can you let it get? Right. I think I've been pretty codependent with my um with my work actually. Mm. Like I think I've been in a relationship with stand up where I just think I have to do things a certain way. Right. And it's just, I've had some wake up calls recently of like, oh, I actually have to change. I, I just have to change my relationship with work and I have to change m- myself. Like, I I think I've put, it's like what you were talking about where you've put so much of your identity into right. succeeding in this very specific way. And right. oh my God, again, the quarter life crisis continues. Oh, a, a, a thousand percent and uh, yeah like that's the thing codependency affects every area of your like every relationship that you have with yourself with your work with the people that you love like all that it yeah. permeates everything i it also like i love that quote um how you do one thing is how you do everything mm-hmm. that is a very fascinating quote uh yes. to me as well because it's like look if you're codependent in your work life chances are it's it's leaking to other spots and vice versa and yes. if you can just focus on the core of where that comes from it'll just kind of you know by default shift things in yeah. every other area so yeah yeah <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center thanks to carvana it doesn't get any better than this Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah. Did we talk about how there's this trend on tiktok right now or at least one girl's video went viral but i think it is starting to become a trend of living a softer life no please explain please (laughs) elaborate (laughs) this girl was talking about how she is trying to live 
a softer life in every way and that for Mm -hmm. her that means that she's been really conditioned to kind of like be on the grind yeah always it's like waking up and like immediately having a cup of coffee on an empty stomach it is doing like high intensity workout classes it is working constantly it is like it's this like harder grindy life and that she's starting to try to look at every area of her life and be like how can I soften this and that she has started doing less intense workouts more like um like Pilates yoga based workouts or starting her mornings with like tea instead of coffee and changing her work schedule and that it's just making her whole life and the way she takes care of herself just easier softer better and so yeah Yeah. I've definitely been like a real grinder my whole life Mm, yeah I feel like the soften up too the the soft that's a that's a nice way to put it I feel like I've been trying to do that the last several years slowly but surely um but like I think that brings up like I think we have to ask ourselves who benefits from us being burnt out overworked like yeah. people make a lot of money off of us when we are everywhere all the time, uh, spending money, making money, being on all the things like we're being profited off of all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's like, oh, that's always a fascinating thing. It's like who I love that question. Who benefits from this? It, when Especially when you feel like you are not. Who does? Yeah. You know, like where did this come from? What What is this conditioning all about? So, yeah, right. I love that. Um, or even if you benefit from it, it's like, but how, right. like, to what detriment? Or, like, how much do you actually need? Like, maybe you are right. making great money, but it's, like, at what cost for other things oh, in life? Exactly. You should check out our, what was it, Defining Enough episode where we talked about, like, yeah, yeah what what is enough money? What is enough accomplishment? What is enough free time, self-care, you know? Yeah. Like, if you, don't, if you don't know that shit, you have no compass guiding you. And you will yeah. just work and work and then you're like oh I mean I remember um getting into that pattern of just like working 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 and then realizing oh shit I like I actually have hit my goal of Mm -hmm. making enough and and figuring out like what I like to spend money on and all that stuff but I didn't realize it because I didn't take one fucking second to just (laughs) reflect and be like oh I can stop doing these things yeah so incessantly you know (laughs) it's just a wild Oh, well, it's <laughs> what's on your list. That was just the intro. <laughs> oh, God, help us. <laughs> just just always trying to get. Um, oh my God. OK, well, let's talk about let's talk about January of 2023. Some of those episodes we um, we did. I think it was a solo episode for me that talked about 20 tips for navigating winter blues. Mm i enjoyed doing that episode that was just nice to like kind of recalibrate and just remember to take care of yourself because you're not getting as much sun in a lot of parts of the world and it it can really impact you we did an episode about being authentic and i had on one of my all-time favorite youtube beauty gurus jamie page and it was such a thrill that was so fun to have her on and then we did uh the human design episode Oh, right. Do you remember with Crystal? Yes, 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 yes. Fascinating. Yeah, I need to go back and look at that reading again. Because she emailed it to me. accurate. Creepily. What the fuck? I mean, it's nuts. It's witchcraft. It's wizardry. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I don't understand how that can be so accurate, but it was. And after that, we did the Stutz documentary. Oh. With Jonah Hill. And that made I my still list. have takeaways from that all the time. Oh, my God. The the shitty pearl necklace. The shitty right? pearl necklace. So yes. good. I That has made me feel so much better and like, look, everything is gray area. Like, there's good things about it. There might be shitty things about it. There's whatever in different parts. And that makes me feel so much better because it makes me feel like there is really no wrong decision. There's pros and cons to all of your choices. And how can I just maximize the good things? Like, how can I just really double down on that and focus on that? And that just, that reveal in that documentary, I've been like, look, I've been trying to bullshit and, Mm. you know, make this look a certain way. And here's the reality. That was, uh, that was super memorable and just a big, I don't know, I felt like such a big weight off my shoulders with my own perfectionism. But yeah, that that was on my list of of memorable moments from that the past year. Yeah, it has absolutely helped my perfectionism to just almost guarantee myself like something's going to not go the way you thought it would. Right. Because it's just like perfect doesn't exist. Right. I think I really for some reason, despite doing a self-help podcast for so long, have such deep-rooted thoughts on perfectionism and that yeah. it can be attained in certain ways. So that that documentary helped a lot. Um, yeah. What were some of your takeaways from that month? Um, well, I didn't really go by month. I just kind of, I scrolled through our episodes and the ones that jumped out at me, I realized I wanted to talk about. Oh, I got um, you. Totally. So I don't know if you're, you're okay like, of course, going out of yes. order. Okay. Um, so one thing very memorable, kind of a just memorable, I don't want to say I have like applied it necessarily, is that all females can squirt. Did you remember? Oh my God. That, yes. That episode that we did. Um, yes. Uh, that was very fascinating. Just like all the things that I personally have yet to explore when it comes to right. sexual things, you know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, that just that got lodged somewhere in my brain and is also never leaving. So that was interesting. Um, yes, same. One thing that popped out of me is when I saw our, uh, our love is blind episode and we were talking about how one of the couples, um, uh, the girl said something like, don't let house, like housework problems become relationship problems. I, I, I don't know. We talked about like the different moments in the episode And I got to say, I could not disagree more. I would say that housework and chores and things like that, if you feel like you are not being heard or respected or whatever in those like little day-to-day things or Mm -hmm. what what could seem minute or whatever, that it could be um, like a core issue in other areas. So like when I remember we, you know, I I think she mentioned that they had been together a year or something and it's like, yeah, sometimes we bicker about the chores or something, but we're trying not to let that become relationship problems or something. I was like, sounds like you're the messy one and sounds like um, <laughs> and right. sounds like you need uh you know several more years into your relationship then yeah. we'll see let's we'll see how how you feel about that but i just feel like um it, it could be anything it could be whether it's the dishes or planning a vacation or whatever i think um certain relationship things can manifest in those day-to-day duties mm-hmm. and if you feel like 
you're not being supported or listened to, that is a much deeper problem than just the dishes, you know, that yeah. is permeates everything. So I don't know that that really struck out to me because I think we had mentioned it, but I didn't voice my mm. huge disagreement of that message at that time. Yeah. Um, and we probably glossed over it. But I, yeah, I feel like interesting. No, I think that is relationship issues that should be addressed together individually whatever outsourced whatever yeah I think that it can really be a reflection of how much you're willing to take care of the relationship right and it's not not always the case I'm sure there are people who are just in general very messy people and they don't mean for it to become a burden on others but yeah I think like having that kind of new like just moved in together energy where you're like okay how do you like things okay I okay grab I really like do my best to do that right I think a lot of couples try hard right when they move in together and then you get comfortable and sometimes right. people don't keep up with it but I think you're right I think it's a really good indication if somebody is still willing to like be on top of their shit totally and yeah just not just about like who's messier who's not that you know it's more just like are you willing to meet each other in the middle and yeah. figure it figure it out as a team and you know yeah but know that really jumped out at me when I saw that yeah <laughs> yes yeah yeah so I I more like went through month to month and so yeah. you know just talked about January February was a very big month for me on the podcast because we had on Dr. Sharisha who talked about adrenal insufficiency and then I ended up speaking with her privately afterward and she's mm. actually who helped like convince me to do an IUD because mm. I was losing so much blood with my period at the time that she was like, you know, you really could become anemic. And oh, wow. um, so huge shout out to her for um, really kind of getting me on this path of you know, I'm still trying to get to the bottom of some of these period issues, but I will say that having the IUD has really helped with um, the heaviness of my period. And so if you're somebody who is struggling with it and you are unsure, I just will say for me, the the Marina IUD did help at least like way, way, way cut back on the amount, which ultimately is better. You don't want to be losing so much blood that you're getting depleted of iron and, and all of that. So yeah, that was a big episode for me. And then, uh, you know, I ended up opening up about my mom having dementia, which it's so wild because I'm, you know, looking at our podcast episode list and I'm like, oh, wow, that was in February after my mom had already had it for like over two years at that point. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of become one of those things where as soon as I finally opened up publicly about it, now, I mean, I have, I've talked about it probably more episodes than not since then because it's felt so nice to get to talk about it and not try to just deal with it more silently and more privately. Mm. And yeah, so I, I've said it before, but I'll say it again. I'll say it until uh, I don't have a voice anymore from saying it a million times, but those of you who have either gone through something similar or are going through something similar and wrote into the podcast, you know, our producer forwarded me those emails and I just, from the bottom of my heart, cannot thank you enough for taking the time to share with me what you have gone through and 
just know that it has helped me feel so much less alone. And I just hope you know that if you are going through something like that, you are not alone. Um, you know, there are there are online communities that you can talk to. I've been going to a support group now um, over Zoom a couple times a month. And I just, my heart just goes out so much to anybody going through the dementia stuff. Um, it feels like they're is nothing harder in the world. So anyway, just thank you to our amazing community for giving me this space to talk about it and, and being so um, receptive to, to what it's like. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, What are some other things that stood out to you? Um, I would say a big one for me was um, having Corinne Crabtree on the podcast to talk about um, like weight loss. And she has, she hosts the uh, losing a hundred pounds podcast and um, her approach to it is so uh, great. I had listened to her podcast for a couple months before uh, inviting her on and just the approach of it's all about self-love and self-worth and it's not about uh you know diets and restrictions and beating yourself up and all of that and punishment and all that and one thing that she said on her podcast one time that really again just like flipped something in my brain and I will never go back is just you know um I've kind of talked about, I've, I've definitely had compulsive eating stuff and overeating and, and all that. And this past year is really when I feel like I have gotten control over that and have, have been able to manage that. Um, and it's a big thanks to this podcast. But she had said on there something like, um, at one point, um, you know, leaning, you know, uh, leaning into food or using food to cope or whatever was the best option that you had. So thank oh. yourself for going to do that. It could have been a lot worse in certain oh, areas, yeah. right? So why don't you thank yourself saying, you know, I appreciate that this is the coping mechanism that you used. We yeah. now are in a different place and we can use something else now. But mm, basically, that's so nice, right? It just kind of like, yeah, don't guilt yourself into it. Like, think of what you could have done instead, I guess, right? Yeah. And, and, and that's what you, um, that's what helped, you know, whether you feel like shit about it or not, that actually helped you get through things and get through difficult situations. So now that you can thank yourself for doing the best you could at that time, Let's talk about some other ways you can do this now, you know, with yeah. more information as like your new self. But I mean, yeah, I've, I've lost like 22 pounds. Um, and Delaney, that's yeah. incredible. Oh, thank, thank you. And a lot of people wouldn't, you know, maybe know by, by, you know, stereotypically looking at me that I have struggled with a lot of just overeating and yeah. eating when I'm sad, when I'm anxious, when I'm happy, like just all of it. And, um, now I really know where that internally comes from a lot more. Like, you know, if you grew up with family members who um, overate or you were concerned about their health, I, when I was younger, I would do a lot of eating to try to save them so they didn't get sicker. Um, And so I have a hard, you know, I I, I just realized where things come from. Things come from now. Like, okay, when there's left, why do leftovers make me so anxious? I feel like if I don't eat them, somebody else will and that's killing them right but you know that's not logical but these are so deeply ingrained you know um or when you feel like there's chaos you know for me if it was if something chaotic was going on 
my loved ones could come together over food. And it was this sense of peace and safety and all of that. Kind of like yeah. a reprieve from other things going on. Like everybody could agree on what to eat and sitting down and enjoying a meal. So I realized that that would always be like my comfort and chaos and stuff. But anyway, um, I really enjoyed having her on, on the podcast and she, all of her tips have been so doable and actionable and I mean she she is the probably the person that really actually helped me you know kind of figure this out for good instead of like a, yeah. a temporary fix you know yeah yeah that's incredible I'm so thrilled for you and I'm so Thank sorry you. for <clears throat> the things you had gone through because god that's food stuff is so hard because you have you have to eat to right. live Right. And so um, if your relationship with it is as complicated or tied to trauma, it's just, it's, it's so hard to navigate. So I'm very proud of you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. One of the episodes that stood out to me the most from March of last year was when we had Dr. Martinez on, who then became my therapist, right? Just, oh yeah. Adore. She's just the best. Um, but we did a, an episode called Healing Generational Trauma oh, because that's yes. one of her specialties. And man, I mean, it's partly what you just talked about with the food stuff. It's like this sort of generational trauma that gets passed down, um, you know, depending on what the internal family systems were before you even were alive, right? Your right. parents' relationships with their parents and their relationships with their parents before that. There's just so much to unpack, and that was just a very eye-opening episode. And she's she's just like this light of a human being. She has made my life so much better, and I just, uh, yeah, I feel very grateful to have her in my life. Oh, yeah. I wrote down something from her episode. She blew my mind when she talked about how we actually carry the trauma biologically from being inside like our mother's womb right like yeah. your D your dna actually changed or something yeah. as a fetus because of whatever trauma you know your parent was it had experienced like i was like what yeah. that, that's wild yeah, yeah that's wild yeah just nuts so we loved having her on. Um, we also did the episode with um, Claudia Barfoot about the importance of your dreams. Yes, I have that written down too. Okay, yeah. Loved I, that so much. That forever changed how I think about my dreams and really yeah. taking them more seriously and, and listening to them and trying to interpret what I'm feeling. So I, I, I loved it. Oh my gosh. I... Seriously? Yeah, I had I had um been so resistant on like listening to dreams in a certain way, but yeah, ever since that episode, I really use them as a tool and I try to reflect on them when I wake up. Like, okay, I remember this part of the dream. What is this maybe trying to tell me? What am I processing? All of that. And since that episode, let me tell you something. You really should listen to your dreams because sometimes your body is picking things up that you just aren't aware of quite yet or whatever, mm -hmm. your intuition, and it's trying to get something to you when you are sleeping or whatever. And I was having these reoccurring dreams for almost a year. And I was like, why am I having this dream over and over again? Is it unprocessed trauma or this or that? Yeah. And then 
that dream came true. I realized something that had been happening that my dreams had been trying to tell me for almost a fucking year. And then my, those dreams went away once it was all like, you know, out in the open, revealed all that Whoa. stuff. It was so wild. And now um, I'm like, I'm not dismissing my dreams anymore. If there is something recurring happening or if there is something that feels like a message that I, I'm just, yeah, I'm not going to say that it's bullshit. I'm really going to actually take it into account. And um, just the, uh, we talk, kind of talked about like just the importance of listening to your body and stuff on that episode as well and how you know, if we're all balls of energy, basically, like we're all made out of energy, it's like, it makes sense that you can sense things that, and you don't really know how you can and all of that. And, um, I had another weird experience where I had my very first panic attack, um, a few months back, a couple months ago or something. And I had never really had one before. And, I'm like, what, where is it coming from? It felt like a little bit out of nowhere. And then um, I realized, looking back, that I had been lied to about something that day, not realizing it. And so I think my, my body was picking up like there's, you're, there's like danger here. It's like not safe or something. And I was like, what's going on? I feel fine, I think. You know, like, why Whoa. is this coming up? And so I just, the importance of looking at, your your dreams your mental health your physical health your your well-being holistically like it's all connected um instead of compartmentalizing and separating things i i i've just learned a big lesson about that and that one was a bit that was a big takeaway yeah i was gonna say too something that i just learned via googling is that it's pretty common for women to have nightmares the the few Mm -hmm. nights leading up to their period starting because your hormones are dropping and like your body temperature's raising at night. Like, you know, all the, the fucking joys of hormones and period stuff. Yeah. But uh, I, I have had bad nightmares the last couple nights. And I was like, what? Like, why is this happening? And I Googled it and they said that that's super common. So anyway. Oh, how weird. If, yeah. If you've Gosh. experienced stuff like that, just know. Now, do you think that was for the purpose of letting people know your period is coming when we didn't have tracking apps? back in the day oh. of like hey listen you're gonna want to get some leaves or something because <laughs> get to a quiet safe place <laughs> like i'm just like know. why how how that is so cool and weird yeah i know i love i love how your brain works i love your fascination with like why from a biological standpoint like back in caveman times would this have been you're so yes. right i mean I just so weird. very possible i don't know Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, 
the way car buying should be. I really enjoyed um, the episode that we did about Oracle decks with Lucy Sherman. And I think we had talked about Oracle decks several on several different episodes and how I just really enjoy them as a tool for setting an intention or meditation or just a little bit of a little bit of magic in your day because you don't know what card you're going to get. You don't know what message you're going to get. And um, I pulled an Oracle card recently and there was a really cool quote or like maybe not a quote. Um, what are those what are those things called? A parable? Anyway, I'll, I'll, oh, yeah, I'll yeah. share with you, right? Yeah. Um, when I, I have a, an Alana Fairchild deck and the kind of parable situation was um, basically talking about um, the wind and the sun, how you can kind of try to use force with something or you can just kind of be yourself. Mm -hmm. And the, the situation is basically like a person is walking down the street. How do you get them to like talking about the weather? What kind of what kind of weather gets them to actually take their coat off? So the wind tries to get them to take their coat off by storming them around them and all these types mm -hmm. of things and using a lot of force. And, you know, the person almost loses their jacket, but is able to kind of put it back on. And the sun just beams really bright yeah. and, the, and the person gets hot and takes off their jacket and walks down the street. Right. So it's like this. Um, I think I don't know I, that really just stuck with me of like, yeah, there's more than one way to do something. And what if you just backed away from like the forceful pushing of things and just kind of stand your ground and be? Yeah. You know? I love that. I like that one a lot. We should call this episode I Love That because I think I've said it <laughs> 90,000 times. <gasps> um, we, uh, we also, I think, focused a lot this year on trying to get our sleep right and like getting like good rest and taking care of ourselves so we did an episode on um 12 tips for great sleep and and just like sleep hygiene mm -hmm. uh which i've really tried to take more seriously the whole idea of like the wind down before bed and and the whole doing things that your future self will thank you for yeah just i've gotten really back into reading before bed again and doing a lot of like somatic therapy sort of things like tapping parts of your body to release tension and stress and yeah that's that's been a very helpful thing we've talked about and also mm -hmm. um I liked our episode a lot about um biggest mistakes we've made with money oh yeah yeah and just trying to <laughs> like impart some wisdom for people who maybe are younger than us or are are just unsure of of how they should be spending their money or what they should be doing and and we're certainly not perfect but I liked talking about that with you and, and kind of where our money mindsets have come from oh definitely I think um I, for me I've learned a lot from like my money missteps I guess where it's like you know if I could go back in time I probably wouldn't spend money on that thing but then again here's all the things that i learned from it you know yeah. so it's like okay would i have been able to learn those lessons without making those mistakes i don't think so actually you know so i like right. if you could learn from somebody else's mistake without having to do it yourself i, I hopefully you can right because right. i think there was certain things that i only learned from going through it but if I had heard somebody talk about it, um, 
I think I would have been able to avoid it better, you know? But yeah, there's just, I think uh, all my kind of uh, things that I wish I would have done differently is just um, this kind of all or nothing mindset about money. Either I got to hoard it all or spend it all or, you know, get it out of my account or whatever and um, really have found just a, a happy medium with that. And um, you know, it doesn't have to be black and white and just, you know, being comfortable with things just kind of sitting where they're at. Yeah. Um, and also just not like giving your power away and giving your money away to things that you're not a thousand percent sure about. Like we talked about, you know, Kelsey's shared about like get into the py- uh, pyramid scheme situation, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. Right. <laughs> or, you know, yeah, you know, uh, those types of situations or, right. um, you know, maybe uh, taking a big loan out on something that maybe you didn't really want after, you know, you didn't really want that bad, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, for me, it's like just being a hell yes on how I spend money now, where in the past I'm like, I'll do it. But it wasn't a hell yes. And I'm very, I'm, I think, much more mindful about that. Yeah. I loved the enmeshment trauma episode with oh, uh yes. was it kate, kate bastieri bastieri uh-huh. mm-hmm. oh my gosh so so many things on that episode blew my mind that she said especially of how the hate like patriot our patriarchal society impacts enmeshment trauma as well mm-hmm. and because she said something like you know uh, men are conditioned to basically divorce themselves from their emotions and you know very sad right yeah but then what happens because of that um then you'll see a lot of enmeshment relationships and issues with um mother sons and mother daughters basically you know i'm kind right. of over generalize generalizing there a little bit but that was very fascinating how um just how systemic it is right and how we feel often this kind of responsibility to take on everybody's energy make sure everybody around us is happy I had to I, I felt myself doing it on the road recently I was in the green room and you know it felt like there were a lot of people in there who maybe didn't know one another but they knew me and mm. I felt this overwhelming sense of responsibility to like make sure everybody was having a good time talking and and doing okay and then I I just paused I like didn't do anything and I just told myself like you're at work like you need to just focus on your work everybody here is an adult they'll be fine if they're not having a good time they can leave like you know what I mean it just was and I'm (laughs) it's always in a situation too where I'm sure everybody truly is completely fine and having a totally fine time I just, it's like this over, over the top trying to make sure. And I feel like that's a lot of the enmeshment stuff too. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Such um, a good one. We did an episode on how being children of divorce has influenced our relationships. Yes. That was a big one. I know yes. we've talked about being children of divorce several times over the years on the show, but just like really specifically talking about how it can impact your self-worth and, right. you know, these deep-rooted things that maybe you don't even realize it's impacted you until you're in a relationship and you're like, oh, why why do I think like this? Oh, <laughs> and it's yes. from your childhood. Yeah, my biggest aha around that that I kind of shared was that um, I realized how uncomfortable I was with undivided attention. Right. Like... like I, um, from men specifically. Um, Mm. and so 
I didn't even realize that until, you know, my husband and I were having a conversation that was like about, I don't know, hour, hour and a half long. And I've just got this wave of uncomfortability of like, I feel so uncomfortable and almost unworthy that you're talking to me for this long, this undividedly, basically. And I'm like, where does this come from? You know? And it's like, no, you know, being a child of divorce, it's like, look, I'm very grateful. Like I have uh, four parents who love me. Both my parents remarried and um, everybody did the best that they could. And there's things with divorce that um, nobody can change. Like that's just, there's nothing my parents can do to fill the gap of what right. that experience is like. And with my, me being the oldest of four siblings on one side of my family, there was a lot of little kids in the house and babies crying and you know, really like urgent needs of taking care of them. And so as the independent older kid, my attention was kind of sporadic, right? And so um, I realized like I just got very used to that kind of a thing and how detrimental that has been for my emotional connections and emotional intimacy. Yeah. Wild. This is, Mm -hmm. it's been a, I think a very productive year emotionally i think we've both learned a lot oh yeah ultimately all all we can do um i think both of our last big takeaways from this year or i'm sorry from the previous year was the episode we did on 10 simple safety tips that you need to know and we had on former deputy sheriff joy farrow and a technologist and domestic violence survivor laura frombach and they they really gave us so many things that are just like we will have this knowledge for forever on how to keep ourselves safer on the road at home um you know for our listeners who are on dating apps just it's one of those ones where it's like you'll leave the episode feeling just so much more prepared i think to be out in the world oh absolutely what a relief when i was telling them like i feel like i have to strategize when i walk my dogs like if there's a coyote i gotta throw them in a trash can or to hide them or jump somebody's fence and they're like or you could just get this spray like oh okay i don't have to be the neighborhood's ninja i can just buy this spray and keep it in my pocket or i i walk with a little fanny pack whatever like just those things that just give you a little bit more peace of mind in your day-to-day you don't realize how much those things weigh on you um when you're just going about doing basic things yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh so we hope that you guys had as much fun listening to our 2023 episodes as we did recording them I, I feel like we, like I said, we learned a lot and yes. hope that it helps you guys too. Amen. Um, do you well, have yeah. a segment? Um, I sure do. Let's see. Um, I just had a really nice week with my family. I'm, right now we're recording. This is uh, Thanksgiving week, so I'm excited to be catching up with some family that's coming into town mm-hmm. for the holiday. And so those are, those are good things that are happening. And I feel like, oh, you know what I could share? I could share a little woo-woo moment with you, Ooh, yes, Kels, please. if you'd like. Because I feel like we did some woo-woo episodes this, this past year. Um, yeah. But okay, <laughs> again, might, I might sound like a total nut, but <laughs> I was by myself in my home and I was just really missing my grandparents the other night a lot. And um, I... And God, do I want to share this? I just, I was just kind of like, look, 
If you guys are here in any way, shape, or form, will you just let me know? I might be totally crazy talking to myself out loud, but like, I just miss you. I want you to, and like, you can throw all the grandparents in there. I mean, if you, you know, I was yeah. like, just anybody who wants to say hi, I'm open to it, whatever. I, I kid you not, dude. I was watching TV. My dog started barking at our front window. So I had to pause the TV and I had to go and get the dogs to stop barking at nothing that was outside. And then I come back to the TV and we have our captions on our TV Mm -hmm. and the words that are on my fucking TV say, yes, absolutely. (gasps) And what maybe some of you do not know, I'll show YouTube is I have a tattoo. I tattooed the word absolutely on my arm. And what it is, it is all four of my grandparents' writings weaved together from different Mm -hmm. cards and things that they wrote me. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) that's fucking weird. I'm sorry. That's fucking weird. Literally within 10 seconds of me saying that, feeling like a total dumbass for even allowing myself to say something like that out loud. And then my dogs bark. I have to pause the TV. And that's the message. Um, Was really weird because I, I also said like, all my grandparents, if y'all want to say hi, you know what I mean? Uh, I have goosebumps head to toe right now. That's- I, love, I love the woo. You know I love it. I do. <laughs> and I think you make so the rest of us a little bit more because the stories are insane. Like Insane. Insane. And um, so I like, oh my God, I, pa- I unpause the TV and within another minute, one of my grandfather's favorite songs, Danny Boy, started playing on this TV show that I was watching. And Danny Boy's like an old Irish classic, but it's not yeah. like a top 100 hit pop song. So I'm like, yeah. that's fucking weird. And then my TV went out and I had to sit in silence for 10 minutes because it stopped working. And I was like, okay, you guys didn't have to break my fucking TV. Okay, I get it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. So I was just like, Cam wasn't home. And I was like, Cam, I got something weird. I got some weird shit to tell you. Oh my God. Yeah, no, so, that's yeah. Re- that was worth sharing for sure. So there's some woo for you. Uh, yeah. You know, I just like I to believe it. that shit. Why not? I, it's fun. Yeah, I'd like to believe it too. If anything, oh. it's fun. Yeah. Anyway, what do you got, Kels? Oh my gosh. And you know what? I'm Before I share my segment, I, uh, I would be remiss if I did not mention this. It just didn't pop in my mind because the episode hasn't um, in real time hasn't been released yet, but it will be out mm. by the time this episode comes out. But our grief mm. episode oh, with Krista, yeah. my oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I, I yeah. mean, that was a top five most impactful episode for me of the year, perhaps the whole mm-hmm. podcast itself. Um, so good. Yeah. If you listen to that episode, you know that there like really aren't words to describe what um, what she's been through, what her strength is and what her like what a gift she gives back to people to to talk about it and to talk about how to navigate grief and god i mean we just there's so many misconceptions about it and i yeah. just think the things she shared that episode are invaluable they're uh yeah i i just i if you have not listened to that episode yet please go and listen to it it either came out maybe like two weeks ago three weeks ago but yeah man um, oh could not agree more that things that she said about the five stages really I didn't know that that they were actually meant for uh hospice patients and that we've used them for other things and they don't always they don't always match up with you no. know everyday grief and I'm like oh my gosh this is what people need to know this shit I wouldn't have known that 
Yeah, or that it implies that grief ends, that there's like a finish yes. line for grief and that if you yes. don't stop grieving at some point that you are a failure or and it's like in reality it is the exact opposite like you you don't stop grieving ever right. like you miss people you you know you, you go through loss and um and like the restorative activities versus the feeling it activities my god I just you guys yeah. what an episode so anyway yeah, another agreed. huge huge moment this past year on the podcast yes um my segment is a massive the fuck I uh, I got so sick over the weekend. I, I had a show in Huntsville, Alabama. I had two shows in Nashville the night before, then one in Huntsville, and I was supposed to go to Atlanta the next day for a couple nights of shows. And we don't know if it was food poisoning from something I ate the night before or if it was the stomach flu, but I woke up at like 6 in the morning in my hotel room and had intense stomach pain went to the bathroom we'll try to not be super graphic for you guys but basically like had the the backs and fronts for like three straight hours and then started to pass out on the toilet and then like tried to get off the toilet started to pass out again uh ended up having paramedics had to come to the hotel my blood pressure was low and like not looking good went to the hospital in an ambulance, was in a, oh. an Alabama hospital for almost seven hours. Uh, it was just, tr- it was a true fucking nightmare. It was so scary. One of those moments where it's like, oh, you, like, we really all only have our health. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, when that shit happens and you really fear for, like, okay, like, what is going to happen now? Um it just, yeah, it makes you stop and reflect and be like, I, you have to take care of yourself. And I will say it's not like, you know, you can't control if you get food poisoning. Like, we all do our best. You can't always control if you get the stomach flu. I do think I, I run my immune system down more than probably the average person with the amount of travel I do. But, um, yeah, it was just like, it was horrible. We had to cancel the shows in Atlanta, so... Any sweet Atlanta helpsters, uh, we are rescheduling for for this year for 2024, so stay tuned for that. But it was a huge ordeal, and then I had to fly home the next day, which is, of course, the last thing you want to do after you've been in, an, a ho- been in a hospital sick the whole day before is to then, like, get up in the air for hours on a plane. You're just like, Jesus Christ. So um, I'm doing better now still having to kind of like watch what I eat because um it's just it's unfortunate with like a stomach bug thing your gut microbiome gets so affected and so wiped out and it's like Mm. that stuff doesn't always just bounce right back like that can really take time to get back to where it needs to be so anyway it was um I've had a real real rough month with health things and um yeah we're gonna talk more about that on an upcoming episode actually I believe the episode that will come out next week we're gonna be talking about it so anyway yes Uh, yeah there it is that was that (laughs) that was that (laughs) glad glad you're feeling better slowly but surely thank you um we have an iTunes review of the episode. Yes. This is from Haley.Reynolds1721. And it says, 
been getting me through some hard times. I started listening the beginning of the pandemic when I was laid off from my job and felt like the world was ending. Over the years, the girls and their guests have implemented comedy with mental health and well-being and has always been a highlight of my week. As I enter another rough period of life from being blindsided by my partner four and a half years leaving, Mm -hmm. I listened to the episode with Leo Babauta and I remembered how much this podcast helped me get through the last few years. Thank you for the wonderful content you put out. It truly makes a difference. Oh my oh, God. Haley. I'm getting teary eyed. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. That, <laughs> that was... was so sweet. Wow. Thank you, Haley. Yeah. For... Oh my gosh. Thank you for taking the time to write that. That's so kind. Yeah. That was so thoughtful of you to take the time to say all of that. And um, so, so sorry about yeah the, the partner leaving and this yeah. rough period of time. And um, yeah, just hang in there. It will get better. Um, but yeah, we're so sorry you're going through a hard time and, and thank you for, for listening to the show and, and wanting to share, um, your love for the show with us. It means the world to us. Yeah. Sending you a big hug that, that resonated, that, that really hit, that really hit me in more ways than one. So I want to give you a big hug. You're not alone. You're awesome. And, uh, we love you. Yeah. Feel free to leave an iTunes review. It will get read. It, it we're like we're, we're all caught up like we've been doing this for years now so yeah. the new ones that you guys are posting we're, we're seeing it and we're reading them so we really yeah. appreciate it yeah all right guys all right. um happy new year do something good for yourself today start this year off on a good foot oh yes it's a new year oh, oh thank, year new you. Thank, thank baby jesus <laughs> all right everybody <laughs> all right we'll talk to you next time love you love you bye, bye. Maybe I'm Thank you for tuning in to the Self Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend, left an iTunes review, or feel free to post it on your Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast. Thanks, guys.